Major Malfunction listeners, what's going on? Aaron here with episode 52. Um, kind of a weird one. Little, uh, little uh, unorthodox. I'm, I'm recording this off my phone in an undisclosed location. Um, Dustin won't be here for this episode. He is in Cuba checking on his illegitimate children that he may or may not have um, in Cuba due to a previous experience on vacation, which many of you have already probably heard at some point on our podcast. Um, But yeah, I'm going to try my best to run this thing by myself today, uh, given the circumstances of where I am right now, which again, undisclosed, can't tell you. Um, But we got a few things we can go over uh, that I've written down for the week. Uh, we could start off with, you know what, I'm just going to honestly uh, lead in with with the big UFC news. If you guys haven't already seen or heard, um, for those of you who are fight fans, UFC 223 is happening this weekend, this Saturday. And the main event has been plagued yet again. Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov is canceled again. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about this one. This is, I think, the fourth time that uh, that this has happened. So I just think this is over. And and Dana White has already confirmed this. He's never going to schedule this fight ever again. Even just off the fact that, you know, it's an injury. So basically, Tony Ferguson pulled out because he hurt his leg. I think he tore... Uh, something. Anyways, he tore something in his leg, freak accident while doing some some PR for the UFC, and he tore a muscle in his leg, or a ligament or something. Um, but just for the simple fact that, regardless of why that this has happened four times, no, you're done. Four was fuck two, two would be enough. Um, so I can't even explain how four times this this doesn't go through. Um, but. In lieu of this, we have uh, another pretty crazy matchup. So they're going to throw uh, Max Blessed Holloway in there uh, to go for champ champ status. A um, couple things with this I found kind of strange. Like, all right, great. You know, this is a cool matchup. Uh, it's a big thing for Holloway. Like, I mean, you're coming in on six days notice. This isn't your, your, your weight class. I mean, I'm sure naturally he walks around around that size, but naturally this isn't his weight class um so you got that that's a factor you're jumping up pretty significant weight especially when you're fighting a guy like Khabib where this Khabib is cutting mad weight so he comes in way heavier he's going to be the bigger guy for sure um I mean you look at the tail of the tape and like reach and height everything else uh is pretty even but like muscle density like just raw size Khabib is way bigger um so we'll see how that plays out. But the other thing was Max Holloway, um, or sorry, Tony Ferguson, has the title right now. He has the interim belt. So this fight was supposed to be for the real belt. They strip, they're stripping Connor, and then the Khabib versus Tony Ferguson fight was for the real belt. Now, because of this... Dana has announced that this fight is going to be for the real belt still. So Max Holloway versus Khabib is for the actual belt. 
stripping Tony Ferguson of his belt. Now, that's, I mean, that's balls for many reasons. For one, what's the guy supposed to do? He he gets hurt. And especially if you look at how he got hurt, he was doing PR for the UFC. So you're doing PR for the UFC, and then they all of a sudden go, yeah, we're going to strip your belt now just because you got hurt and give it to somebody, the winner of this fight. I mean, what the fuck? First of all, not fair, really. Um, and not his fault. Second of all, alright, let's say Khabib wins. Khabib, Khabib wins the fight. It's already been stated that, oh, well, Khabib versus Tony Ferguson is off the table indefinitely. For, for forever. Never doing it. So Khabib wins. Tony Ferguson gets healthy and he can't fight for his title the title that he didn't really lose he can't fight for that he's got to wait for Khabib to lose in order to get that belt back I mean hog shit Uh, I don't know how I feel about that you know that being said though I, I, I honestly think that in the long run if let's just say Khabib wins gets the title defends it against I don't know yet, whoever, I'm not sure yet, wins, keeps the belt. I I honestly think Tony will get that shot again. Um, I'm sure Dana White's just, like, pissed off because of, obviously, having to cancel this fight yet again. But I I think in the long run, uh, you know, worst case, Tony will get that shot again. And if it's by, you know, the miracle of life somehow (laughs) Max Holloway beats Khabib which again uh, I'll I'll get into it after this I'll break it down who I think is going to win obviously you're probably guessing I'm going to say Khabib which is true Uh, if Max Holloway wins then Tony Ferguson for sure will get the shot I mean instantly as soon as he gets back I think he's healthy Um, but yeah I think I think inevitably you can't just do that to Tony Ferguson after you know, the run that he's had, he's 12, 12 fight win streak. Um, I mean, he's got the belt. He lost it by some freak accident. Doing your PR, UFC's PR, that's that's really unfair. And I think they'll see that and, and you know, it, it'll get handled. So I wouldn't be too worried about it. But as far as that matchup goes, Max Holloway versus Khabib, <clears throat> I would, yeah, uh, Khabib. I mean, for the same reasons as I thought that he would beat Tony Ferguson, um, but now you're also now you're coming off six days' notice. You're the smaller guy now, and I don't think Max Holloway has nearly. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't have nearly the ground game that that Ferguson has. So, and that was my that was my it factor in that fight for Ferguson. If he was going to win, I feel like it would be on the ground. Uh, via submission, just catching, just catching Khabib in a bad position and submitting him. But you take that away, I think, against Holloway. I don't think that's a possibility when you're fighting. When you're looking at Holloway versus Khabib, I just don't think it's a factor. Um, so now you're looking at stand up, uh, stand up versus stand up, or stand up ver- uh, versus takedown defense. Because I, I don't really see how you're gonna as a as Max Holloway, I don't know how you're gonna avoid Khabib's takedowns at this point. Because uh, I think Ferguson would have had a tall order doing that himself. So this, I, yeah, I just don't see it. I can't see how Holloway beats Khabib at this point. The only way 
is if he has high high pressure output right off the bat, similar to like Michael Johnson when he fought him and, and clapped him, almost caught him sleeping. Uh, I think Holloway could produce the same kind of result. And I'm looking for that from, from Holloway. He has to come out hot. He has to do what he does. I mean, he's not he's not necessarily the the pick and choose his battles kind of guy. Like he's gonna get in there and he's gonna try to finish you as quick as possible. He's gonna throw hands. Uh, so, given that, maybe, but the chances are very slim. I mean, if 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 Edson Barboza's kicks couldn't put him away, I don't know what Holloway's going to be able to throw out of. It's got to be the perfect punch. But who knows? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we're seeing a rise of greatness. Either way, either winner, you're seeing greatness. So that's cool. It's going to be one of those historical fights. I don't want to compare it to like a Connor versus Mayweather, but like that same kind of idea where like no matter who wins, there's there's greatness happening and it's kind of cool to see. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, but again, yeah, I gotta go with <laughs> I gotta go with Khabib there. Um, to be honest with you, um, what else, man? I think that's it for UFC stuff. I, I honestly that was the biggest news really. Um, besides that, I just had a couple things I wanted to discuss outside of outside of sports, uh, outside of fighting, um, just get to some kind of life stuff I wanted to talk about. So it's been on my mind a lot lately, like the idea of having kids and like what that actually does to you in your life. Like you always hear people saying, you know, Oh, I I had kids. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny that this what a like shitty transition like I go to talking about fighters and like beating the shit out of each other like so having kids no but this is just some of the stuff I wrote um yeah like you always hear from from parents like oh you know I was a totally different person before I had kids and like it's just they just changed my life and like you know I'm all about my kids now and like that's you know my, my thinking of that is like yeah you know, I think that would happen to anybody. Like, so I think about it in relation to myself. Like, it's something as I'm getting older, I'm contemplating, right? Like, you know, what are my feelings on it, on having kids and like how I will be in that situation. And like anybody else, like there's worries. Obviously, you're going to worry about, am I going to do a good job? Am I going to avoid all the things that my parents, you know, lacked in my childhood or, you know, your perception of somebody else's parenthood, like, you know, am I going to avoid, you know, the, the, the bad choices that I've seen other parents make with their kids, especially in this day and age where like, you know, I feel like parents do an awful job. Uh, and especially with the world that we live in now and like what kids are exposed to, like, I just don't think kid, I don't think parents at this point in time, it's like that weird in between. They don't know how to filter it and they don't know how to keep kids away from certain things and what to allow and what not to allow um so yeah there's it's just that weird balance but I just think for myself you know what how I grew up and you know how I'm gonna be with kids and it's just like I don't know yet and I feel like for myself it's gonna be one of those things where like I just kind of it's gonna happen when it's meant to happen and and that might even be a surprise to me it might not even be you know come at necessarily a good time but I don't know if there ever is really a necessarily a good time. I know some people like plan their, you know, reproduction, but yeah, not, I think for me, it's not going to be something that's necessarily a planned thing. Um, but then I think about it and it's like, yeah, I think that will change me as a person. Cause like, 
the way I am now. It's like I just make decisions based on myself, what I want, or not just always for myself, like depending on if I'm with somebody or like with, you know, I have to, you know, cater to a friend or a family member. Obviously, you take that into consideration. But as far as like life, all the decisions that I make in life are, are selfish. They're meant for me and what I want in life and where I want to progress. But you have, you add a kid into that, you know, you add that purpose into your life. You add a child into your life. That's your purpose now. You're living, of course, you still live for yourself. You, you can't just be completely selfless. I think that you still have to take care of your own shit. But now you're, you're, you have a life that you have to support and take care of and like provide for. And I think that that, you know, it for me would probably make me more responsible probably um you know more compassionate i think and more empathetic in a lot of ways especially in regards to like parenting because right now i see parents and what they're doing and it's like i forget somehow sometimes that like how difficult it actually um i'm sorry guys i lost my train of thought somebody walked in when i was uh, in the middle of talking there but yeah, I honestly don't even remember what I was saying. Fuck sakes, I got interrupted again. Um, yeah, no, just talking about kids. Yeah, no, I think it's going to change me uh, in a way that's going to make me more responsible, more empathetic. I, I know I was saying that. Um, and I just think that I wouldn't need to put my own goals and my own uh, likes and wants and hobbies and things like that aside maybe less time towards them, but I think in general, I wouldn't have to compromise my own like life to take care of a kid. I just feel like that kid would just now be another part of my life that maybe would tie it all together. Like I feel like it would benefit me and I think that it would benefit a lot of people that are in a position that are you know able to provide for a, a child. Obviously, I'm not saying get out there and just start sticking chicks and pumping kids out. I think that's a problem we actually have, to be honest with you, but yeah, I just think if you're if you're in that position, you're ready for it. You're with somebody that you know, you know, is worthwhile and you care about. I think that's something that could be, you know, major for for someone and even for someone like myself, like, you know, obviously the day-to-day -day grind, going to work, finding time for your own shit and like just finding a balance in life sometimes is hard, especially when you're not happy with your job or you're not happy in certain aspects of your life. I think that having a child, you know, could drive you to do more with yourself, with your life, it could, it just gives you another purpose, a sense of purpose that you may not have felt or had before. And it might even make your job a little more, you know, enjoyable or a little more doable or, you know, your hobbies might, you might, you know, take, take them for granted less and actually appreciate the things that you have in that aspect. So, uh, yeah, I just think that there's a lot of benefits and, you know, I, that's, and the reason I'm talking about it is just because, well, for those of you who know me, actually, um, probably wouldn't expect to hear this from me. So it's kind of just cool. I just thought it was a, a cool thing to, to talk about just so you guys have an idea of where I've probably changed for those of you who do know me. Um, and for those of you who don't, yeah, I, you, I probably wouldn't have said this a couple of years ago. So it's weird. Like, yeah, definitely strange the way that my mind has changed over the years, uh, especially just spending time around my nephews, too. Yeah, so just something to think about, something I was thinking about and I thought to write. Um, I don't really have any good transition for this next thing I wanted to talk about, so we're just going to get into it. Um, 
trunks. All right, so I'm driving to work every day. It's like it was yesterday. So today's Wednesday. It was yesterday. It's Tuesday. And you know when you're driving behind a car, you, if the car is dirty enough, like if it's dusty, you can see like handprints on the trunk of the car where obviously somebody was opening the trunk. Um, so I'm looking at the trunk the, uh, the other day behind this car, and I don't know what made me think this. This is my brain is just different. My brain is not like normal people's brains. I think the weirdest shit. All I could think about was, oh, there's there's, a, there's somebody in that. <laughs> there's somebody in the trunk. And I'm just thinking like the fingerprints, as in like a kidnapping just happened and that person was trying not to get put in the trunk and just holding on to the trunk. Honest to God, I question myself daily. If I could take a screenshot of the things that I write at the times that I write them, I'd probably be in jail. Like I'd probably be in jail. That's the only thing I can think of. In jail or locked on a psych ward just from some of the dumbass thoughts like that that I have, like, oh, just because there's fingerprints on the back of this trunk, it's a kidnapped vehicle. That's a kidnapped vehicle. It was, it was a sentry. It was a sentry. Pretty sure nobody's committing kidnaps in, in a sentry. But, I mean, maybe, maybe if you're in, I think that's a Detroit kidnap. No, Detroit, I think kidnap vehicle, like a Sunfire. That's it, or like a, like a Crown Vic, something like that. That's a Detroit kidnap vehicle. But for like a Toronto kidnap vehicle, yeah, I don't think a sentry is top, top choice. I think that would have been a kidnap vehicle. Um, so I've been playing, um, this is another thing I wanted to talk about, actually with Dustin, to be honest, but, uh, since he's not here, I'll just, just throw it out there. I've been playing Fortnite. Now, those of you, I don't know how many of you out there have addictive personalities. I'd like to think I don't have one, but I think I kind of do a little bit. Um, <clears throat> this is, uh, for gaming, for sure, I definitely have an addictive personality. Once I get hooked on a game that's a wrap like i'm playing that shit day in day out until i just get bored of it now this this new game i'm sure a lot of you have heard about it fortnite it's a free to play free to play game uh you just go in the play, uh, playstation store xbox store microsoft store whatever uh it's also for pc or you can get it on uh, ios it's free to play you just download it and play it straight up uh, anything you buy in the game is just strictly cosmetic. So there's no, <clears throat> there's no, there's nothing you can buy that's gonna make you better at the game. So already level playing field for the most part. Now I've been playing this game, and, and the idea of the game, for those of you who don't know, is you can you have materials. So you have wood, stone, or metal, based on uh, so you, and you're equipped with a pickaxe. So you can pickaxe like trees or walls, uh, floors, ceilings, like anything in the, in the environment, you can pickaxe that and it gives you materials for you to build your own structures. So you can build walls, stairs, pyramid roofs, flat roofs, uh, uh, floors. You can uh, build, like you can build doors in the, in the wall that you build or you can remove sections of the wall so that you have like a peeping space. Um, to shoot somebody like a window and the idea of the game is you get dropped in with a hundred people so you're one of a hundred or you can play duos which is obviously two people and then squad which is four up to four players and you get dropped into this map it's just like picture like a map of, of Canada or whatever or a smaller scale like a, a greater a greater Toronto area like a GTA map and then there's little townships all over the map that you can go to and collect loot like guns, healing items, materials, um, grenades, mines, etc. So it's almost like a, a. I keep forgetting the name of the fucking Hunger Games. 
It's like Hunger Games, where you're dropped into this map, and you have to survive, and you start with nothing. So you get all your materials, you get all your weapons, and then you got to survive the hundred people. Uh, on top of that, you have this little circle around the map that closes in on you periodically, making you go more towards the middle of the map or wherever that chosen section is. It just keeps closing in on that section. So you can't avoid people forever. At, at some point, you have to fight somebody. You have to get in a gunfight or a building war. And that's what it ends up coming down to most of the time. You're building, 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 trying to get above that person or outplay that person and then get around them and, and shoot them with your gun. Uh, lots of fun, honestly. I've been playing it with my nephew, with my brother. I think that's what the dynamic of this game is. Like, you can play with anybody. Like, you're, you're an adult, you're a kid, doesn't matter, you're playing. Everybody's, like, pretty friendly. It's not like a Call of Duty where it's like, oh, fuck you, excuse my language, like, faggot, or n-word this n-word that like, like you, you constantly hear that when you're playing call of duty in fortnite you don't hear any of that everybody's cool a lot of kids playing it uh, a lot of like adults um it's big in the college scene i'm noticing like a lot of college kids are playing it probably because they're broke they can't afford any games uh so it's getting super popular and it's just like the community is there and it's so fun and like the graphics are cool like it's cartoony but like it works the guns, the, the accuracy, everything about it is like, it's just got everything you need for, for a, a solid game. Uh, it's a third person shooter, so where you're playing as the guy, not seeing out of his eyes. Uh, honestly, lots of fun. If you guys get a chance to try this game, get, get on it, get on it. PC, PlayStation, iOS, you can get it mobile on your phone. I don't know how good that would be, but uh, give it a shot. I definitely think you guys should try it out. Uh, and then, yeah, there's this guy. He's, so this kind of leads into what I wanted to talk about after. Um, this this kid, his name's Ninja. So that's his like his online, his, his internet handle on, I believe, Twitch. So Twitch is like a streaming service for video games and other stuff too, but mostly video games. This kid, Ninja, plays Fortnite. He's like considered, I guess, a professional Fortnite player. Um, some of you may have heard this, 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 what happened with him. He ended up playing Fortnite one night, streaming with Drake and Travis Scott in the same game with him, playing on, on a squad with him. And he like broke all kinds of Twitch records. I think he had like 400,000 views in one sitting. Like he had 400,000 people watching him and Drake and Travis Scott playing Fortnite, winning because he's so fucking good at it. Um, and that's another thing is like you got celebrities playing, you have like these, these, these famous gamers playing and you get a chance to play with them, obviously if you run into them in the game, but it's just cool. It's like a really cool community. And like this kid Ninja goes on to like CNN or something like that, some news, Fox news or some shit. And they're asking like, how much money do you make streaming or like, you know, gross revenue, like off of everything that you do. And it's somewhere up, up, up in the $550,000 a month range. Are you fucking kidding me? So by my gorilla math, he's making what? Uh, $6 million. He's making six mil over $6 million a year 
playing Fortnite and other games. What? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> I play video games every day anyways. What the fuck? I should be streaming. I should be streaming. I was before, but not enough people watched. I guess I didn't really commit to it enough, uh, and I didn't really play any popular games. I just played NHL most of the time. But what the fuck? I mean, all you have to do is you, you need to be, obviously, a good mix of skill and entertainment factor. Or you need to be one well above the other. So you need to have, like, a ton of skill or a ton of entertainment, one of the two. What am I doing? Even if I made, even if I made a fraction of that, even if I made $5,000 a month doing Twitch, that's more than I make. That's more than I make right now at my job. I mean, shit. Something to think about. If you can find, like, a gimmick. There's this other guy, Dr. Disrespect. He is hilarious. If you guys get a chance to check him out, too. He's really funny. Uh, he's a really funny streamer. He, uh, he wears a black mullet wig, like, jet black. He wears, like, the, the racer, the fucking, like, racer uh, glasses, like, sunglasses. Like, the old-school skiing sunglasses with, like, the thunder on, like, the thunder frames. Um, and then he's got, like, a big, dirty Sanchez mustache. And he just wears, like, 80s, like, 80s gear. And his whole, like, vibe is, like, 80s, like, hair metal, kind of. Um, super funny, super entertaining to watch, really skillful. Like, he's a really good streamer, a good player. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, stuff like that. I'm just super interested in it, and I've been thinking about trying it again so if any of you guys want to see that and see me play Fortnite or I play a little Call of Duty I'll play whatever to be honest um, if you guys are interested in that leave a comment on our next post uh, when this this episode goes up or if you know me personally shoot, shoot me a message let me know if you think it's a good idea or any suggestions uh, that would be cool also want to do some more Q&A stuff because that was really fun. If you guys listened to episode 50 that we did, it was just like a random questions. We had some questions from, from friends of ours. Uh, we wrote some questions between me and Dustin. We just threw them all in this, this uh, Bruins glove with a hole in the bottom. And we just drew them out one after another until we were finished. And we just took turns answering the questions. And that was a lot of fun, honestly. I love answering questions regardless of what they are. Uh, I feel like that's that's probably the most one of the most fun episodes that we've done. Um, other than like, I don't you know the one I don't know if you guys have also ch checked out the one with me, my brother, and and Dustin. We were watching a UFC together, just talking shit back and forth. That was a lot of fun too. It just felt natural. It felt like we were just hanging out like usual. Uh, stuff like that I really enjoy doing as well. Stuff that's not so scripted, or we have to go buy the book. That definitely is more up my alley, which I don't. You guys wouldn't really know this about like our, you know, the, the show structure is like between me and Dustin. Dustin does the most writing by far. Like I hardly write when I'm talking. It's mostly just like like very small footnotes, and I'm just I try to just play off Dustin as much as I can. Like he's very good at getting the stats or like getting. The specific like the hot topics like things that people are talking about lately he's the he's better at that i've dude the last time i watched the news and the only time i watch the news is if i'm at work and i'm passing a tv that's it i don't really follow the news sports <coughs> excuse me sports is like i watch what i like i watch when i want to watch it so i'm not watching every single ufc i'm not watching every single bruins game or toronto maple leaf game or i'm not watching a minnesota versus national game like the only time i ever started that like watching 
sports a lot more is in a playoff scenario when there's you know MLB or baseball or hockey or whatever they're playoff I'll start watching it but otherwise like I found like I think I like video games and I'm even doing like a separate segment I don't know if you guys are interested like just a whole separate um, section in our YouTube channel for streaming where I just do like, I'll stream like I said Fortnite or Call of Duty or whatever I'm playing at the time and it'll just be like an plays kind of, kind of um, segment something like that uh, I've also thought of doing like a separate like, like a meat podcast like my own little podcast where I talk more about stuff like I talked about today where it's like you know having kids or just like things like life shit like just things that are on my mind day to day things that like, I contemplate uh, that might be relatable to, to the listeners things that you guys might actually want to go back and forth with me. Uh, you know, I, I thought of doing that, which is separate, and it's not saying it's like, oh, here's another hour, like, this podcast won't be an hour, I'm almost done, I'm running into shit to talk about anyways. Um, it'll be a half hour, where I just, or 20 minutes, half hour, where I just talk about one specific topic, or a couple topics, hear back from the listeners, if you guys want to discuss a certain topic, or my thoughts and views on something, I know I'm no authority, I'm not overeducated in a lot of things, but, you know, I can offer advice or life experience, uh, more than you guys probably would expect. So, that's a possibility, and, you know, I like helping people whenever I can, so that would be a cool little thing to do. Um, what else? What else do I want to talk about? Um, that's pretty much it, to be honest with you. Oh, <laughs> just a quick note. I just saw this recently, but apparently this happened a while ago. Odell Beckham Jr., if you guys don't know who that is, he's a, I believe he's a running back. I think he's a running back for Dallas Cowboys football. Anyways, I'm not 100% sure I'm not really a football fan. If you guys haven't already noticed, I rarely talk about football in this podcast, but we both of us kind of don't really talk about football. Um, but this guy, Odell Beckham Jr., he's, he's famous, famous ball player, football player, that is. He was in Atlanta, at a club in Atlanta, and a video surfaced of him, I guess, starts some shit, talking some shit to somebody, like a bottle service table or whatever. He gets slapped. I don't know what he said to this guy, but as soon as he turned his head, he got the daylight clock. He got his soul taken. His soul stolen by this dude who sucker punched him. And he's like, he's doing one of those, like, you're reaching for shit that's not there. Like, you you think that there's a wall, there's no wall there. You're just falling, trying to pull everything down with you. That kind of knocked out. And then when he was on the ground, you could just see him fighting to get up, and he can't stand up. He can't even stand up. Um, and then on top of that, I heard other stuff, other rumors that. He was doing blow with prostitutes or with some, I don't know if it was a prostitute or just some chick that he, had, that he was trying to bang out. But then he's got rumors of that stuff going on. I don't know what it is about football. These guys cannot just chill the fuck out. Like, you got Johnny Menzel. I mean, if you guys don't know who Johnny Menzel Johnny Football, I don't know. If you guys don't know who he is at this point, Google him. Nothing but, but a wasted talent. Wasted talent. Um... You know, he comes into the league, he's, he's, he's meant to be this superstar quarterback, starts doing blow, starts fucking prostitutes, clubbing, partying, uh, getting, getting into, uh, you know, violent crimes, like he's, he's, he's assaulting people, all kinds of shit. It's just like, I don't know what it is about football. Maybe it's the brain damage, the head injuries, uh, making people impulsive, like, I don't know. But I just feel like it's it's only football that, that gets this bad rap. And I know there's other sports. Like, I'm sure NHL's had their scandals. Hockey's had their scandals. Uh, baseball. Every, every sport has their scandals. But it's, like, in fucking record numbers for football. It's, like, every week I look, some football star just, like, beat the shit out of his girlfriend and put a pair of sunglasses on her so nobody would see her black eyes. Like... There's something every week. I don't even know who that was, by the way. I think that was actually a baseball player recently. But, yeah, I don't know what it is about football. And I just can't get behind football for some reason. And that's part of it, I think. It's just like I'm sick of supporting football, watching these, these players play, and then you just, oh, yeah, this guy's good. And then you find out, oh, yeah, did you hear last last week he had a domestic dispute with his wife. He ended up elbowing her in the face. Oh, great. Great. So I can't even enjoy the sport because, like, half these guys are just, like, beating the shit out of their wives or drunk driving and this, that, and the other. It's one thing after another. 
and I hate to single out football, but it just seems to be football. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna wrap this up. Just a quick little episode I wanted to put together. Just while Dustin's away, something different. I know he didn't co- cover a lot of topics here. Um, you know, it would have been different if it was me and Dustin, obviously going back and forth on topics. But uh, unfortunately, you know, he's he's doing his own thing. He's, I'm sure he's having fun. He's out in Cuba. Um, like I said, checking on his illegitimate children. I'm not sure if. Uh, if he found his son, we think he's playing for the Cuban national baseball team. We're not sure. We, we saw this kid the other day on that, on that team. It was the under 18 team, uh, with blonde hair and blue eyes. That just doesn't exist in Cuba. So I'm thinking maybe that's his son. Uh, one can hope one can hope maybe they reconnect, rekindle their relationship and maybe get this kid a contract in the MLB, make Dustin a little money. We can promote the podcast, you know, Good luck, Dustin. I just want to say good luck. You know, I hope everything works out with your son. Uh, I know your girlfriend's with you out there, too. That might be awkward. Hopefully she's ready to take on the responsibility of parenthood, uh, adoption, adopted parenthood. Uh, I really hope it works out for you, brother. And uh, we'll see you when you get back. So thanks, everybody, for joining us, uh, joining me on episode 52, uh, recorded in an un- uh, an uncla- uh, undisclosed location, a classified location, which I can't tell you. But thanks for joining me. Uh, I know it's kind of a weird, different episode, but hopefully you guys like it. Uh, next week, we'll be back full force. Dustin will be back. We'll do a, a full episode 53. Very likely going to recap. Um, I'm obviously going to watch UFC 223 this weekend, uh, April 7th. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, it's a pay-per-view card. And uh, I'm sure we're going to go over that on Tuesday next week. So look out for this episode. will be out this Thursday. Next episode, same thing. We, we put them out on Thursdays. And uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Major Malfunction Podcast, and we will show up there. Uh, and then you can listen to all our episodes on YouTube, Podbean, uh, iTunes, and Stitcher for your Android use. Uh, you can find us all there. And make sure you download or uh, comment, like, subscribe. The more people that subscribe, the better it is for us. The the more it gives us a drive to do episodes and put out more content and work harder at making a better product. And I have some ideas written down that I just I gotta get I gotta sit down and work on this thing. I have a lot of new things I want to bring into the show, and uh, I'm excited about it. And hopefully I can get those out to you soon. Um, but if you haven't yet, like, comment, subscribe, follow us. Uh, Thanks for joining me, uh, Major Malfunction Podcast, episode 52. We'll see you next week for 53. Take care, everybody.